All right, we are back with a new episode of Real in the Field. Uh, this is season finale. Yeah, this is it. Season two recap episode. Season two, we've uh, we've reached the uh, the end. We're going to put a bow uh, on this season. Um, so yeah, we're going to get into it. But before we do, I do want to give a shout out to uh, a listener, uh, someone who's a contributor to the show, Blake Means, who has uh, created the theme music for this uh, yeah. for our podcast. Uh, which is, it's a great theme song. I, I love it from the moment I heard it. Uh, it's an all original. I mean, it's all him. Uh, so thank you to Blake Means. Thank you for listening. And thank you for uh, that uh, that cool theme song. Yeah. Um, so we'll get into, uh, we just got done watching. Literally. Just literally got done yeah. watching this just, epic yeah. game. Yeah, just so everyone knows, it's Monday night. Monday night, yeah. So 9-11, never forget. Never forget, yeah. Um, but yeah, we were we had the game on. It just ended oh, in man. dramatic fashion. That it was, was awesome. a roller coaster of emotions. <laughs> that was awesome. From the from the start, you had Aaron, uh, Aaron Rodgers go down four plays into his career with the Jets. First of all, how much have we talked about that guy? I know. All, just, all the buildup, and it was that. Yeah, you feel for him too. I mean, it's I such an awful way to. You never want to see someone go out on an injury. I mean, yeah. it's it's one you never want to see uh, an NFL player, you know, get injured. Period. But to go out like that with so much, like you could just feel like the energy yeah. gets sucked from that stadium. Yeah, they don't know what's going on yet. So we're filming this on Monday night, but yeah. Um. So by the time this airs, they'll probably know his diagnosis yeah. and what's yeah. going on. But well, you what we some, know he's in a boot, right? And ankle injury. Um, I didn't see any twisting or anything, so maybe an Achilles. Well, maybe, that was uh, maybe some, the foot. Someone or had said uh, one. Of, I think one of the pundits was saying that they saw some kind of shudder in the calf, which would, would which would make sense that it was an Achilles. Achilles. And oh man, that that injury you don't wor- wor- yeah you don't wish on your on your worst enemy. Yeah. It's a horrible injury. But I mean, Ugh. how long would uh, would he be out if it's a if it's in a torn Achilles? I mean, he probably miss. I mean, I mean, he would probably be regular for, season. Yeah. yeah, at least. Yeah. Good. Well, it depends on how severe it is. If it's a complete tear and they have to like repair it or something. Yeah. yeah. Tied it in depends. a knot. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's bad. My uncle had that when yeah. he was too old and playing basketball still. <laughs> Working on that old man shot. <laughs> yeah. And he, uh, he said he was like running down the court or whatever. And it felt like someone shot him in the calf. And it just like, cause it like, it like coils yeah, up, it, it like just winds up and and balls up in your calf, and oh, he just man. said it was the most painful thing. I so, can't, I can't. Timeline wise, yeah. I'm not, I'm not entirely sure. Yeah, but with modern, you know, modern medicine, modern stuff. But oh yeah, we've but seen Peyton Manning come yeah. back from like a neck injury. Like at yeah. least they're gonna have him. I mean, worst case scenario on the sideline, he'll help Zach Wilson and stuff. Yeah, like that. Zach, Zach Wilson looked a little. I mean, he looked. Somewhat better than he did, except I mean, he did throw an interception early on. In uh, once he he got in, he uh, way better than he did years <laughs> past. Yeah, yeah. But he seemed like he kind of he, he threw a dart like on a on a third down, like in the third or fourth quarter. I can't remember when it yeah. was, and uh, it looked like oh okay, if he if he has that kind of strength and can uh, get into some tight spaces, maybe maybe he'll be all right. But yeah. but even just having Aaron there, I think is going to give the Jets some juice, whether yeah. whether he's playing or not. Yeah. But, and that it, defense it is, it stacked, is a bummer. too. Yeah. The defense looked really, really good tonight. I mean, coming out, so obviously we uh, everybody knows by now, no spoiler, that uh, yeah, the, Jets won. the Jets won. Jets won. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but their defense just looked, they looked 
solid. I mean, to hold yeah. Josh Allen and that crew and Stefan Diggs, I don't know what he had. Uh, dude, we literally just like got done watching yeah, it, so we don't have stats or anything like in front right. of us. But I mean, to just to hold that team to 16 points is yeah. a feat in itself. That yeah. is a high octane. Uh, Josh Allen is a like we talked about is just a stud. I feel like we talked about him doing too much in that like with his legs. With his legs on one play, I mean, he was like trying to hurdle someone on a third and eight, and then you know he was maybe three yards shy of the first down, but still was trying to hurdle. And it's uh, I mean, I understand. Like, I love that like yeah. that fight he has in that him. Want, yeah, that wants to, and he wants to like. Yeah, I wants to put the yeah put a steam on his back. Yeah, yeah. But also, you kind of at a certain point have to do. I mean, make a business decision like you. Uh, yeah. You no, mentioned. that kicker made the business decision <laughs> on the the punt return for the touchdown. He had a two hand touch. Yeah. <laughs> like I was like, I want no part of that. Um, no, I think. But as he gets older, he'll like the running will stop. Like with with Big Ben, you know, yeah, Ben Roethlisberger was running all over people, and then eventually yeah. he's just like, dude, I'm gonna stay in the pocket. Yeah, this is what I do. So yeah, um, all right, so, well, let's move on from that because in previous episodes, yeah, we can start our recap now. Oh right. So in our previous episodes, we talked about games that we were looking forward to. Yeah, week one games. So First, week Kansas one City games. and Detroit, we're yeah. looking forward to. Yeah, and then this Monday night game. Yeah, so we recap that. How about uh, you, went, <laughs> you went with the Chiefs? I well, I went with the Chiefs because it was, I mean, the the the, 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 the reigning yeah Super Bowl champions. <laughs> they move. were without Kelsey, uh, which I guess ultimately ended up being like a big big reason why they lost that game, possibly. But well, yeah, but everyone's taking credit away from the Lions by saying, "No, you're right. Oh, it's an you're asterisk right. because Kelsey didn't play." No, I wouldn't well, put like, an asterisk. But you yes, can, you can say that about any any game. Yeah, like so and so didn't play. Yeah, like, it's just part. No, of No, you're right. You're right. You're 100 right. That Lions team, dude, they look good. They look fun hard. to watch. They played hard. Uh, Jared Goff, like, dude, you, like this is what we talked about. Give him time, and he'll make some throws. Yeah. He'll put the ball like where he needs to and uh that line played like they played lights out against a really tough kansas city defense it was uh <laughs> Dude, yeah that, that receiver for the chiefs oh my god that's the okay yellow, you want to put an gloves, asterisk next gloves. to it was it tommy or tell yeah, yeah so i forget his tommy, name tommy whatever Dude, uh, I'm if that guy still has a job come uh, ooh, Tuesday morning i guess i don't know if he still has it <laughs> but if he still has a job that's going to be super surprising wow Three, how many, like four drops, yeah, one that drops, led yeah. to uh, a like pick six? drops and the pick six. Wide open, wide open. Like, you, I mean, there was nobody around him, and he just completely, <laughs> dude, brick-handed really it and just, like, flew out of his hands. Yeah, it was really bad. Um, but, yeah, so. Well, I made yikes. the prediction that the, the Chiefs would win. Um, I think my, I, look, I'm by no means a Lions fan. I think that I do have this, like, you know, I, I'm rooting for Jared Goff. Um, you know sure. what I mean? Uh, like ex Rams quarterback. I, I feel like I want to see him succeed, and I'm like kind of like secretly kind of rooting for him. Yeah. And Dude, so you, when I do, you cheered for the guy for years. Like you can't. That yeah, just doesn't go away. It doesn't go. Yeah. yeah. It's like uh, it's like your ex girlfriend that uh, <laughs> that's like now it's successful. You're like, all uh, right, you know, you're happy a little <laughs> bit for her. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah dude i was i was happy for him i was happy that yeah. the lions and you know what especially for the lions fan base because they don't have a lot haven't had a lot to root for yeah. uh i mean over for the past decades <laughs> decade yeah. yeah 
But our our early Super Bowl picks, I went with uh, Cincinnati. Yeah, beating uh, <laughs> them <Damn> boys. boys. <laughs> Cowboys looked great. Just oh my beat the, god, they rolled the oh, Giants. Just beat the snot out of the Giants. That was. Uh, but then Cincinnati looked terrible, and they got smoked I by know, Cleveland. By but Cleveland. it was weird, like rain game and yeah. But I mean, it, Joe Burrow's. He'll be fine. But like we talked about, like, settle in. Uh, you know, good teams find ways to win in those situations. Yeah. And uh, not to say that Cincinnati isn't a good team, but I mean, uh, is Cleveland is Cleveland that good? Uh, I, I mean, they got a defensive presence. Uh, they can run the rock and they can run. It, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I uh, I'd give it a little bit of time. before Dude, The we week started. one. Yeah. Everyone's yeah, going to be everyone's. Like, like uh, uh, everyone's Rams. fired up for week one. Oh yeah, do the Rams let's like see where you're at, like week <laughs> six? Yeah. Well, there's some things that were uh, that we knew were going to happen, or they they are who we thought they were, yeah. like the Niners, who completely just rolled over the Steelers. That was a that was they an ass kicking. Explosive. Yeah, their defense like, looked legit. Their offense looked their legit. Plays, Purdy like, is like dude, a guys dude getting off the ball and just yeah. like going. Just yeah, they looked sharp. Dude, Purdy looked like real good. He looked like yeah. he had like okay, he's got a season under him. He looks like he's comfortable in that pocket. Yeah, and that offensive line gave him plenty of time to to throw. I mean, when you have like McCaffrey like running the ball, that just opens up everything. Yeah. Dude, they are. It's going to be a tough week for the Rams next uh, this upcoming Sunday. Okay, the Rams won. <clears throat> yeah, Rams so won. They put up what like thirty? I think thirty. They Dude, put up like 30. Uh, thirty points. Uh, Puka, uh, the um, freshman or the uh rookie yeah. uh receiver out of byu looked like dude looked like he had, this is like he's his like the seat. hottest like fantasy guy now oh yeah i got him yeah. i got him on my fantasy team i did it, i did it just as a as a backup i should have started him yeah there you go <laughs> but dude he looked good he looked solid um he uh, uh yeah put up a uh, hundred some yards uh in his debut rams look good i mean the offensive line i think is uh is healthy ish now, yeah. you know, a lot of, uh, like note booms back, uh, Allen's back. And, uh, they like with Matthew Stafford under center. I mean, that guy's just like, he's still, he's still got it. He's still got the, the zip on his vet, ball. Man. He's, he's got, he's crafty. crafty. He knows how to read defenses. He knows where the play is going to be. He knows where like his, uh, his windows are. I mean, it, it looked like a really solid Rams team, and that's without Cooper Cup because he's out on a hamstring injury, and he probably won't be back for a couple couple weeks. Guys there. like Stafford, you're not going to show them something they haven't seen before. Yeah, seen it all. They have seen literally like you cannot drop a blitz. They haven't like yeah, they haven't seen before. And it's just a matter of getting that guy some protection. If he could like survey the field, see the field, see like. Uh, what the defense is doing, he'll he'll pick you apart. Yeah. The problem last year is there's just no line yeah, that was going to protect now. them. Yeah. So it's a good start. Uh, this upcoming Sunday might be a different story against the uh, the Niners, but uh, it'll be an interesting one for sure. Yeah. But week one is in, in the, the books. books, officially in the books, <laughs> officially like right now, yeah. today. Yeah. God, that was such a cool game. Yeah, I will say, like, uh, it was like a roller coaster of. Uh, you know, because it's it's a New York team. It's on 9-11. Uh, I oh. feel like there was just so much, like, energy in that crowd. Everyone was yeah. just, like, riding this, like, just these emotions. And they were wearing the uh, fire department hats. Yeah, yeah. Stuff. FDNY hats. And then your your the, the person who's going to lead you, who's like, this was, like, everyone put all of their, like, 
just like the energy on Aaron uh, Aaron Rodgers. And this was going to be, this was the missing piece of the puzzle. And to see him go out, it felt like, or just looking from, you know, when we're watching it on TV, like all of the air just got let out of that building. All of the excitement and energy got let out. And then you got uh, Zach Wilson who comes in and just like throws an interception and everyone's just like, oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you could just pan to the crowd and they're showing shots of people just like in shock. And then just like the high, the dude, the, back, yeah, the touchdown, the pass. Was that game zone. a metaphor for America after 9-11? Dude, yeah. That's a good uh that's a good parallel there. Yeah. The just down, the everyone was in shock. Yeah. We took our licks and then we got back up and like Dude, that's a really poignant, uh, uh, like comparison analogy. Yeah, just saying. Yeah, America. That's that should be America's team. <laughs> well, I'm. You know what I mean? Just yeah. it happened on nine eleven. Like I don't know. Just yeah, a you're right. Bit of that, like, yeah, you get punched in the mouth, you get knocked down, and everyone's just like in the shock. But then the whole team, the whole, uh, not only the team rallies, but your the fans rally. America rises. Rise yeah. above it. Yeah. We made it. <laughs> we made it. Just saying. Dude, Just I love saying. it, man. It's a there good parallel. Go. There you go. All right. Uh, speaking of recap, let's go our first episode, our first interview. We had Big Dog, Matt Biagini, my yeah. coworker, wrestling Elmo coach. Yeah. I really enjoyed his uh, insight on the military stuff. Yeah. His that's a, a, a good transition uh, from 9-11 into Matt Biagini's episode. Uh, he was... Uh, yeah, he he jumped out of planes. I mean, it was such a cool, um, such a cool like perspective to get from him to hear him to hear his story on how he, um, yeah, jumped out of planes and and the you know the excitement, the fear, all of that that yeah. he like you know went through, and, yeah. uh, and the way he describes it, you could totally just picture him like hooking up. Oh my gosh, and then, yeah, like, jumping out. And yeah. Then, it yeah, was a, you can like kind of envision it in your mind as he's telling the story. Yeah. Uh, and I totally, uh, I think he, he'd sent me a video actually not too long after the episode. And when he sent me that video, it was, it was a video of, of, you know, of his, um, oh gosh, I'm going to mess up his, uh, inf- um, I won't even try. It's airborne division, but I don't know right. the, the number. Uh, but he sent me a video of them jumping out of planes. And it was exactly how I imagined it in yeah. my head when he was telling the story and like hooking up and going out. It was a really like vivid, like uh, uh, like a vivid like story that he yeah. was telling. You know Could what I mean? you jump out of a plane? Uh, if I was in the military, yeah, but otherwise, no. I mean, because you're in the military, they're going to. You don't have any option in there. <laughs> you don't get no. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, you know, I think I'm good. <laughs> I'll wait down here. <laughs> yeah, I'll We're catch not. you guys. I'll catch you guys down on land. No, they're going to. Yeah, they're going to give yeah. you that, that boot heel to the back. <laughs> Dude, I don't think I, I could. I could barely yeah. do roller coasters, let alone am I, I'm going to like hook up and like. Yeah. No way, dude. I oh, cannot man. do it. Yeah. Gives you the chills just kind of thinking yeah. about it. Um, so speaking of, remember when we talked to him about wrestling and motivating his guys? Ooh. So today he take he took me to the wrestling room. Yeah. They got, you know how in football, the turnover chain? The turnover chain. Oh, right. Like yeah, someone yeah, gets yeah. a turnover, right, they right. come to the sideline get chained. Yep. Dude, he got his wrestlers the pin chain. So when they have like duels, yeah. if they pin a guy. And they come off the mat, dude. No, they got an awesome. EM chain. It's got all this glitter and glitz oh, and things on it. I got glitter all over my hands. But, dude, it was like, 
It was awesome. That's really. I was like, cool. dude, that's. I'm gonna. I was like, I'm gonna mention that. I was that's like, really cool. cool. Yeah. So but he's that, like still trying to expand in dude. his coaching stuff. He, I mean, that's the kind of. I mean, when you hear him talk, and that was like another part of that episode when you hear him talk about um, how he feels about motivating his kids and yeah. what he gets from it, and like when he was talking about that kid that was wrestling that um, that you know, he was pushing him to do better, do more. And the excitement that that kid had when he pushed himself and you can see that he made a breakthrough. Yeah. It was, it was really cool to hear that from him and see just that kind of excitement that he got out of it, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's really, it, that makes sense now that he's doing the, uh, the, the, the pin the, chain. The pin yeah. chain. <laughs> <laughs> that was really cool. Dude, just motivating his kids, man. That's yeah. awesome. And then we played the envelope. Yes, that and, was and uh, my favorite question from the envelope. Yeah. Was if you could go back in time anywhere. Yeah. Right. I said, Egypt, I said, yeah, pyramids, uh, which dinosaurs. that was okay. So the Egypt, yeah. Watching. Cause that's a question that will never be answered unless you can go back in time to right. that moment when it right. was being built. Right. Or dinosaurs, I said. I said those yeah. two errors. And I loved Big Dog's answer. He said, I want to go back to the beginning. Yeah. When it all like started. Big Bang, creation, whatever. <laughs> like, literally when it just, like, started. Yeah, yeah. And I had never thought of that before. Oh, man. I thought that was a great answer. Yeah. No, it was solid. It was a solid answer. It was a, sol it was a solid interview. And it was, uh, I mean, I think since then, I've, like, been, I've, like, appreciated you know, Big Dog and I, like, we've met before, we've hung out before. Yeah. But after that interview, it was, like, very, like, you just get this insight into who he is, what he's about. And he's just such a solid dude yeah. Um, that, yeah, just uh, made me appreciate him even yeah. more. And then you and I had an episode. We talked about the NFL international games. Yeah. That was a, dude, so I've gotten, like, some, uh, just some feedback from, the like, listeners and, like, talking to people about that episode because it's a... I mean, it's somewhat of a, it's someone like people don't talk about that all that often. Yeah. They don't talk about that business side of it. Uh, you just kind of, everybody just is, you kind of accept what the NFL gives to you. You know what I mean? Dude, that's a great way of saying it. Yeah. And nobody questions it. And everybody's just like, okay, that's, this is, it is Dude, what it is. They own a day. They own Sunday. They own Sunday and Thursday and. And they're slowly, and they own Monday. And Monday. Yeah. Yeah. And so it was. Uh, <laughs> so when they say we're going across the <laughs> pond, you're like, well, okay. Dude, they could say we're playing a game on Mars and everybody would be like, oh, yeah, I'll get tickets. <laughs> hey, Elon, can we get. Can we get <laughs> yeah, I'll catch the next flight. For sure, dude. They do whatever. Yeah. And do and hearing from people kind of, you know, uh, echoing what we've talked about, which is it's a business, you yeah. know, and unfortunate it's the unfortunate side of business where um, you know, it's somewhat of a cash grab, or at least it's a way to uh open up your uh open up the where your money's gonna be pouring in from. And if they can open up a pipeline in Europe of, you know, to bring in more money, that's what they're gonna do. I mean, if it makes the game better, uh, if that's a byproduct of it, it'd be great. I don't think that's going to be the case. It's going to be. Well, I felt like the best question of that episode, I asked you, if one day they played the Super Bowl yeah. somewhere other than the U.S., yeah, how would you feel about it? Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, it's, uh, I mean, I think I stand uh, with what I said, which was, well, your answer was, it doesn't matter where they play because you ain't going. I ain't going anyways. Yeah. I can't afford it. It's a little bit of a, uh, I mean, ticket sales doesn't matter. 
Ticket sales don't matter. Dude, like they're going to fill Bowl up. A, tickets are like uh, the cheapest is like twenty five hundred. Right, right. So I mean, it's uh, it's really for the fans. Like to it, it, the Super Bowl has just become a get together with your friends. Find a house. Everyone get together. Everyone, um, you know, get some squares going. Oh, yeah. uh, people who have never watched football before will be there and given their two cents. Minority of people who have ever gone to a Super Bowl. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like at, uh, if you just took the collective NFL fan base and, uh, you know, ask them how what's the percentage of people who have ever gone to a Super Bowl and been in that stadium. That's a great that's a great question. You know what That'd I mean? That'd be like a really good question to find the answer to. Yeah. And I think be, because of that, I, I, it doesn't really have a bearing on where the Super Bowl is played again, you can play it on Mars and have yeah. uh, Elon up there and uh, and it would be um just a handful of people that are up there and it wouldn't make a difference everybody would still watch it from home and you know i think that's what when i think about super bowls that's what i remember i i remember the super bowls uh, where i was at who i was with you can go back i'm sure last yeah. year's super bowl where you were at who you were with the year before that where you celebrated where you hung out um well I the mean, only request that we have is that it gets played on saturday i know and or, i still if it is played on Sunday, everyone gets Monday off. Yeah, I think that's like going to be... It needs to become a national holiday. It does, yeah. I think that <laughs> that should be a national holiday, yeah. Just saying. Yeah. yeah. Whatever candidate's going to run on that platform <laughs> has got my vote. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then after that, we had uh, Kyle. Oh, yeah, the, Kyle. Kyle Bunkin. Or, Orange uh, Orange PD gang unit came on. Uh, that yeah. was really cool. We talked oh, to Kyle. Gosh. That interview that was posted was like an hour and some change yeah that was the edited down for like three hours oh yeah there was a lot of content on there and um oh man that was like a crazy to hear about what happens i mean in orange like that's like a, a a fairly safe city uh, to hear like some of the the stuff that still goes on here yeah it's uh it was pretty crazy and then also hearing about his um the like how he got into it, what motivated him to do yeah, it when he was a paramedic. That's yeah, right. yeah. Yeah. And the sheriffs, I mean, the way that he kind of framed it was like the sheriffs kind of had to like save me yeah. and I didn't want to be on the victim side. I yeah. wanted to be the guy saving people, yeah. which was really, uh, it's cool. And to have that, I think that you do have to have that kind of mentality or that kind of, you know, in you, to be a police officer, sure. you know, it's a very, very difficult from what we've talked about with him. And we've talked to other police officers before and after that yeah. it is a very difficult job yeah. uh, and dealing with the kind of things that they deal with on a day to day basis. Um, kind of going back to um, what I was saying before about talking to other people that had listened to the episode. A lot of people uh, heard that episode and, and the feedback that I got was, I never knew like those kinds of things that happened in like what they dealt with. Uh, and it was pretty eye opening to get that kind of insight and that kind of information and that like just to 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 get a, a perspective that they've never heard before. You know, you hear yeah. what you hear on the news or you hear what you know, you hear the bad stuff about police officers and you can kind of get this impression about what they do and how they do it. But then to hear a, a regular someone who's on, uh, you know, on a, um, on an everyday on their beat, you know, yeah. uh, working and to get that kind of like just raw information. I think a lot of people were like kind of shocked at what, 
an orange police officer yeah. has to deal with. I liked his uh, info they had on the gangs and how they're some are making money, yeah, and the different avenues they're going to like make money. They're not as big as they used to, but yeah. they're still like around. But it's not like yeah, you know. Um, and there's like a hierarchy too in their whole right. thing, and so just the like way it works down, and then that yeah. trickle down effect to like. The guy, the local dudes, like right, around or right. whatever. Yeah. Which, by the way, just uh, uh, should go without saying. But if you haven't listened to any of these episodes and they all, any of them sound interesting, like go back and listen oh, yeah. to them. Uh, the you know those episodes are really interesting um, with some of those interviews. But yeah, yeah, yeah. And Kyle's Kyle Bunkins <clears throat> especially that was a, that was a really good one. Yeah. Then after we talked to Kyle, you and I had an episode where we had a big goof. A goof. What we was did. the goof? The goof was we were talking wide receiver, wide receiver duos. Oh, yeah. Quarterback, wide oh receiver gosh, yeah. duos. Yeah. And our episode wasn't up for half an hour before yeah. I got a text message that said, how did you forget Peyton Manning yep. and Marvin Harrison? There was a... Uh, Is that all right? Right. right. It was our bad. It was our bad. Dude, we went was... through the top ten list of like current right, guys, we did, and then yeah. we tried to reach back and find yeah old guys. Well, when you're thinking about, I mean, there's so many great duos that yes, okay, admittedly, yes, it was on the spot. It was <laughs> yeah, it was on the spot. Yeah. But yes, the, people are right. That's a that was a goof. We goof. <laughs> it was a goof. Yeah. I had a, uh, someone Admit in my it. office. I admit it. Who. Uh, uh, when I was going through the list, or she had listened and, you know, went through the list, she's, and she said that same thing. I was like, wow, this is really embarrassing. <laughs> I know. I was like, my bad. God. Uh, that same episode, we played uh, Take It or Leave It and yeah. with sports movies. Oh, God. Yeah. Rudy. <laughs> yeah. And then you just bashed on Rudy. Rudy, Rudy I, I stand by it. And I've gotten support. I've gotten support from some of the listeners. Yeah, but we had, where were we? We were somewhere, and someone was like, I can't believe you guys don't like Rudy. Someone oh, said right. that to us. Yeah. And we were I think just, it was uh I think, I think it was your brother. I think it was yeah. Or oh no, it was Nick. Nick. Yeah, it was, it was Nick. Nick Mays. Our call in. Yeah, the call in. We'll get to that one later. Yeah, we'll get to him. Uh but yeah, they were like, How do you guys not like Rudy? I was like, ah, just overblown. Yeah. It is a Hollywood overblown. Yeah. Yeah. POS. <laughs> I, I, I stand wanna, by it. I, I stand PO. by it. It's a piece of okay. shit. <laughs> All right. All well, right. especially when I get pushback from it, that just makes me want to double down on it. I hear you. I hear you. Uh, after that episode, we had the Doctor Tejon. Oh yeah, Doctor. Oh, dude, that that was like when we got our uh, our official, yeah, um, the official COVID warning on from YouTube. <laughs> that was all, dude. That's when I was like, dude, we've made it. We've made yeah. it. Uh, like a hundred people have watched our episode, and and then YouTube like puts the COVID. COVID, yeah, the uh, disclaimer. Yeah, get your latest COVID info. Like, dude, that was a badge of honor. Dude, it wasn't misinformation or Not anything at all. like no. that. No, this was well. First of all, this was coming from a doctor who was in the COVID unit, was working in yeah. the COVID unit in a, in in a hospital height, yeah. in the height of the COVID pandemic. I mean, it, it, like he talked about in that episode, it was a he was like fully immersed into medicine at that point. Yeah. Um, it was hours he was working and like, and how about other doctors who tapped out because they were like, they couldn't take it. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, you know, hearing him say that, um, his background in sports kind of prepared him for that. Yeah. And he could send, he could tell the the doctors who didn't have that kind of background, who just kind of folded 
under the pressure. And and that's not to, you know, that's not a slight on them at all, because I'm sure, I mean, God, we don't even know what it's like to work those kinds of hours and to do what they were doing and see what they saw on a daily day, like day to day basis. But the fact that his background in sports and his helped, uh, helped, helped during yeah. that situation in one of the most like difficult times in a doctor's career there, no, no, nothing would ever prepare a doctor for that kind of like what happened. And he got a crash course. Yeah. Uh, he got that just like fully immersed, like, um, you know, that fully immersed just in medicine Experience, yeah. and came out of it because of his sports background, which I think that's a lot of like what we try to talk about on the episode is like just how beneficial it is to be in sports. You know, that's been the common theme and the common denominator in our episodes with anybody that we've interviewed or things that we've talked about and things that we've referenced. It's always been, you know, sports is a um, it's such an important piece in 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 our lives and in everyone's uh who has played it they've taken something from that and applied it to their professional career yeah so if you haven't listened to dr tej's interview it's really good yeah the the um story of how he became a doctor yeah and how he was a personal trainer and then man he just like put all the chips on the table and was like close all the doors behind him. Yep. He's like, I'm going to do this. Yeah. And he sold out and he went and he yeah. did it. He moved to Florida. He moved to oh, did know, work in the, oh, in the the Caribbean islands. Yeah. Like he moved like all over the place and did all this different stuff. It's a yeah. great interview to listen to. Yeah. Um, but man, through and through, he is a sports guy. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. so during commercial breaks, yeah. he was like, Hey, like, let's talk football. Let's yeah. like do this. And we're like, no, man, we want to hear about the doctor. Oh yeah. That was so but, dude, funny. He wanted to talk like he wanted to do X's and O's. Like, dude, yeah. he just, he wanted loves to chop it, it up. Yeah. Well, we did like a trial run of the, uh, uh, of the nicknames, the, the NFL, NFL nicknames. nicknames. Yeah. Dude, that guy was, was like it. hit like all of them he yeah. was just hitting boom like every single one of them he was getting yeah he um no so if you haven't like listened to that interview it's really good and then we played a game oh of, wait before you do that though um his how he got started uh and where his like um kind oh, of where it all started dad. from with his with his dad yeah that's cool how, let's not spoil it but that's a good right yeah. right yeah go back and listen go to that and, and, and there's good, a yeah. there's a tie-in with his dad and and how that all kind of came to be and it was really cool yeah and then we played uh real or fake diseases and i had to come (laughs) i came up with all these like like real diseases i think that may have been like my favorite segment of the entire and the best is like i'm trying to pronounce one of them and he's like oh yeah you mean blah 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 yeah 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 that one's real (laughs) but then i came up with like pigeonoma (laughs) but dude i got him like twice i think yeah yeah yeah. and he had good uh well he had good like reasons for believing that they were true yeah because there were some words in there that kind of uh would refer to a kid's like psychiatric thing (laughs) and he was like ah man like i i kind of feel like this one's real or but yeah you got them good on a a couple yeah that was fun so if you haven't listened to that one i would definitely go back and listen that one's really good all those yeah Yeah. so and watch out for that covid disclaimer (laughs) (laughs) that's right oh god we're gonna get it on this oh dude you're right yeah it'll be on here too and we get two yeah. I'm talking about. <laughs> All right. Let's let's take a break. All right. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back after this. <laughs>
This episode is brought to you by Cigar Spots of Orange. Cigar Spots is located in the Circle of Orange. They have all the top brands of cigars and accessories, including my favorite, the Tatuaje Black Label. What are you going with? That's a good cigar. I'm going with the Padron 1964. That's a... Hard cigar to come by. All you cigar lovers know how hard it is to get that cigar. Uh, but they also do home delivery. You can actually place the order online and have it delivered to your home if you live within the Orange County area. Or you can go and pick it up in store. You can order online, uh, go to the store and pick it up. I did that recently when we were going out to dinner. Needed to get a cigar on the way out. Picked it up in store and uh, I was off. When you were online, did you enter a promo code by chance? Oh, yeah. Put in that promo code Tony Joe. Got myself 20% off there. So visit cigarspots.com. And like Joe said, enter that promo code Tony Joe to get yourself that 20% discount. All right. And we are back from break. That was uh, our sponsor, uh, cigarspots.com. Um, thank you to all the sponsors. Yeah. Um, we, uh, and we see everybody, all the listeners that have been going to, um, to the website. I get uh, screenshots of people uh, using the promo code, uh, buying their cigars. I've actually turned some people on to some cigars uh, or to smoking cigars. Um, you know, because they listen to the episode and uh, just go on there wanting to support it. And now they're like huge cigar fiends. And <laughs> I hear a lot from people about uh, Paul Market. Paul Market, yes, yeah, yeah. They've been uh, they've been a big. We've actually ordered here for uh, for our office, and um, yeah, hear a lot of feedback. People send pictures. It's really cool getting pictures from everybody when they go out into um, DK's Donuts. Uh, you know, take a picture of them at DK's. Um, you can't forget uh, executive and executive construction. Yeah. Not too yeah. many people on the construction site <laughs> <laughs> taking pictures. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Brent has uh, I've hit him up for um, uh, a decent amount of like work uh, for some of my clients and uh, and we've uh, yeah, it's cool. And yeah. and and thank you. Yeah. To everybody who has reached out to the sponsors who's you who have used the promo code who have gone to DK's gotten donuts uh, gone to Palm Market uh, and uh, you know hit up um, executive construction. Um, it's, uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we're going to have some, maybe some new sponsors for the next season. Uh, we might bring back one or two of the, uh, the old sponsors. So that'll all be worked out in the, uh, in the off season. And, uh, and then we'll, yeah. But yes, thank you to to all the sponsors. Yeah. Thanks to all the sponsors there. All right. So as we sit here, the angels, 14 14 and a half games back. It's an embarrassment. It's okay. just gotten super We bad. had an episode, and it was the lead-up to the Shohei Otani trade or not trade. Oh, right, yeah. And we had our first call-in guest. Actually, our one and only call-in guest. Yeah. Yeah, maybe we should do some of that more next uh I think so. I think season. for sure bring back Nick. That was, uh, um, that was fun. But we called Nick and asked him what we thought or what he thought we, they should do with Shohei. Yeah. And he said, oh, God, you got to get rid of him. Yeah. Get what you can for him. Yeah. And just, like get the money yeah now he gave some uh Artie moreno said no <laughs> way. other play he said no way nick he said i'm keeping him yeah and yeah. it has been a disaster it's been yeah he had uh is did he have uh, tommy john uh, surgery i don't know if he had the surgery i think he and just he, shut him down from pitching but he had the the elbow injury yeah it's affected his hitting a little bit they sold a bunch of guys off trout came back then back on rendon's a complete it's been a mess man it's been a disaster it is 
it's like it's sad to see all these like amazing like probably hall of fame players at least with trout and otani uh just kind of wither away but you called it yeah you called it yeah. you said in the middle of that episode you said are the are the angels snake bitten i think so man I think and I've dude, come to and grips. You are seriously, <laughs> you're on to something. I really think they are. Yeah, I think like there is something wrong there. Yeah, it, it's like one of those things that just kind of like it perpetuates itself, right? Like once yeah. you come into the Angels organization, people, I think players start <laughs> to just kind of go like, well, this is, yeah, we're doomed. Like we're, uh, we're going to have so just soft. a mediocre season. They're so soft. Yeah. And maybe it's the SoCal weather. Maybe it's like having Disneyland like so close by. <laughs> But man, like the Dodgers aren't soft, and they're yeah, that's a gritty. Yeah, what well, we talked about the NL, NL just call, in general that, yeah. is like a more gritty. Uh, what? I, yeah, I don't know what it is about it, but they're more gritty. Yeah, and the Dodgers in particular. I mean, yeah, just a long history. Yeah, they've uh, they're just like a, a scrappy. Like it doesn't matter you know who you are and what your team. It's the like, Dodger blue is what it is. Yeah, that man, blue. you I, see that blue, and you're just like, yeah. Yeah, red. Yeah, a red and <laughs> white. Soft red. Come on. Yeah, that episode we did the impossible quiz. Yeah, and so those of you go back and listen to that, and you can test your knowledge on the impossible quiz. Yeah, but you shocked me. Yeah, you knew an answer. Oh yeah, the uh, uh, aglet. That's right. Yeah, the piece of your uh, shoelace. The end. Right that here. little plastic piece. That's yeah, it. at the end. Yeah. Yeah, that has a name. Yeah, it's an aglet, dude. You, I was, I was blown away when you knew that. that was <laughs> there awesome. are some things that just stick in your mind for some reason. Well, I knew the unicorn. For oh right, yeah, you did for Scotland. For yeah, yeah. It's like uh, like um, there was a term that uh, a band called Every Time I Die. It was the first time I heard this term, uh, but it was a band. Uh, uh, it's called uh, Shitty Info, and they call it Shinfo. Yeah, that's what it is. It's Shinfo. All these things, aglet, and it just, unicorn, just sticks in there. It's Shinfo, and it just sticks in your mind, and just it's there, and it just takes up shelf, takes up shelf space, and it'll never go away. It's just like permanently there. You can never yeah. forget it. <laughs> yeah. And now with that episode, now I know that a uh, group of frogs is called an army. That's right. No idea before that. That's right. And the biggest ocean is the Pacific. <laughs> yeah, you're never going to. That's seared yeah. into your mind. So embarrassed. <laughs> so embarrassed. All right. So then after that, we had Chris Hurd on yeah. as a guest. Yeah. Dude, Chris. Which Chris was, was, awesome. uh, was a, uh, I mean, he has been and still is like a big fan of the show. He's listened since day one. I mean, he said it on the pod. Uh, and I knew about all of his, you know, his like acting career and how he's like gotten started and all that. But there was still a lot of things that I had not, I didn't even, I didn't know. I didn't know about it. I didn't know how he went through his, uh, the process of before he goes on stage yeah, preparing. preparing. Yeah. And the tricks of the trade yeah. of, uh, like the hiding your keys, right. exercise yes. or the, oh. like, where's this, where's the character coming from? As they open the door, as they, they open come the door, on the stage. right, right, getting yeah. all in that mindset before, like he gets on stage. Yeah, that stuff was really like insightful. Yeah, I did that. Like I practiced, or not practice, but like while I was listening back to the episode, uh, I tried that like technique of like trying to f like find your keys. You try to hide your keys? Well, no, no, I meant like because his thing no, was. I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I was like, oh, where? Am I? Like, let me just pretend like I don't know where my keys are, and let me try and look from. 
It is super hard. It is really. One of these. <laughs> well, that's the thing is like you're trying to do it without being, and by no means do I know anything of acting and what I'm talking about. But yeah. from what he was saying, it's like you're, you know, you're trying to do these things in a subtle way that's not so obvious. Because if you just like are doing this, it's like, okay, yeah, he's looking for his keys. Yeah. But to do it in a way that's like believable. It was very hard, and I had no idea what I was doing, and it was very difficult. And it added to how impressive it is to like be able to act like that, the or just act. Yeah, the interview was really fun. We played Rotten Tomatoes, which was really fun. Yeah. You gave us some good uh, movies. That was a fun game. Um, oh, by the way, again, people who I've talked to, listened to the episode, everybody would have like killed it. Supposedly, oh, yeah. yes, <laughs> Sean, Sean, a later guest. Oh, right, said right, that. right. He was like, oh, I totally knew Die Hard. Oh, I totally knew Home Alone 2. And we're like, I yeah. like, okay, like, my bad. Yeah, everybody yeah, supposedly had, like, the number, like, dialed in, and they would have killed it at that game. I'm saying put a camera in front of you, throw on some lights, and throw on a, a microphone, and we'll see yeah, how dude, good these people are. Everyone said that about the uh, the top 10 uh, rock and roll list. Oh, same Everyone's thing. I was like, right. I knew ACDC was on there. You guys weren't <laughs> yeah. saying it. I was like, okay, all right. Yeah. Yeah, you know better than me. Like, whatever, <laughs> whatever, it's all good. But, dude, that was a fun uh, – I've been wanting to play that game. Uh, so, I mean, listening to, like, different podcasts and the Adam Carolla show specifically uh, when they did that game, uh, it, it just – it was such a fun game. Like, it gets you kind of in it, gets you yeah. thinking about, like, these – because you got to, like, get outside of what, like – what you think Wait, yeah, yeah, yeah and think about what the critics think you know yeah. what the what's the temperature of uh of how they would like gauge this movie so uh yeah we uh that was a little homage to to yeah, yeah the adam carolla show that was good to have chris on he was he was a lot of fun yeah, it was a really um, good, yeah. and then uh football season started to creep forward yeah everyone's in the middle of camp yeah so we talked about camp you asked me about my experience in college we, yeah we brushed up on that and then uh we played the nfl nickname game yeah. which again i got text messages oh i was 100 <laughs> percent. yeah if like, it was dr okay. tej if it's dr tej i believe I'm it i'm like okay and they were like they were uh no a couple people were like oh i knew um i knew it was the giants defense but i couldn't remember if it was the 70s or 80s or whatever I <laughs> yeah like, everyone i was like okay it. Okay, <laughs> but yeah. dude, but that was uh, that kind of came that you know talking about that segment. It came, you know, a lot of like the stuff when we talk about it, it's like real world stuff that's happening that we just kind of put in and go, hey, let's let's talk about this because it's interesting. Yeah, and that segment about um, you know uh, camps opening up, um, we just we've talked, we knew some people, know some people uh, whose uh, fa- like son went off to like play at a D one school. And that was like a, had, a conversation. Yeah. I've had like players, you've go, had players yeah, had that player, go yeah. and I, you myself, know, have to contact, yeah, you, it, you know, yeah. uh, are in contact with players who are uh, current. Yeah. Currently. Yeah. yeah. And so it comes from just kind of a little peek behind the curtain. Like a lot of stuff that we talk about, um, real world stuff that we're talking to people about or dealing with, uh, same thing with like the real estate stuff. You know, a lot of those segments came from, Hey, I just, Got into escrow. This happened. Um, it, I want to talk about this because it was something that I think, you know, it was something that I think our followers and people listening could uh, benefit from. But that's where that one of the, that segment came from was, yeah. you know, we uh, talked about minicamp starting and it was just like a casual conversation of, hey, yeah, he's out there. He's at a D1 school and yeah. he's doing X, Y and Z. Like, hey, what was your experience like? 
And then from there, it's like, let's just talk about this on the podcast because it's good. Like it's something that people don't know about unless you've either played uh, D1 or Division or know two, somebody, yeah. or know somebody who who's played and know like what that day to day life is. Yeah. So it was uh, it was cool hearing your um, you know your story on on your day to day life. And yeah. we've talked about I've talked to you while you were at NAU and we've hung out <laughs> and I didn't know about like what your day was yeah you know what i mean yeah. playing football yeah i would just call you at night and be like hey man what's going on <laughs> oh yeah. good yeah how's your day oh, i was really busy was like, yeah. All right, well, see you later <laughs> yeah nah, dude, it was uh it's good it was yeah. uh it was good and that episode's that episode's really good too yeah um and then after that we had Sean Henry on. Oh, yeah. From Power Surge. From Power Surge. Who played at the street fair. They did a so good job good. at the street fair. So good live. So good. I mean, every year, like, I mean, this is, I think, year number three or four that they did. Maybe it's four. Um, but the, every time we've seen them play, they're just so good live. Yeah. And they... Uh, and now it makes sense when you hear about like how good musicians they are, yeah, and how they have like uh, they just came from like a musical background. Yeah, I like how when if you go back and listen to it, and Sean's talking about the other band members, yeah, like he is almost a fan of them. Yeah, like you he, know what I mean? Like no, they, totally. Like, he, he like really was like, man, they're like really good. But you know what's uh, like kind of speaking uh, on that. That's the same, like, par like there's a parallel there between how he is with his bandmates and how he is as a manager for the company that he works for. Because he, what he kind of was to his bandmates was like a cheerleader for them. Hey, these guys are the, the, the superstars. Uh, yeah. These guys are the ones that are, you know, that make this band, like, so great. I'm up there and I'm singing, yeah, but, you know, these are, this is, like, the what what's carrying us. And he had that same kind of philosophy of that same kind of attitude to his team that he's on uh, at First American, yeah. which is, hey, I'm just here, like, um, these guys are the real superstars. I'm here, like, you know, as a backup. Yeah, boss, no, don't even think of me as the boss. Like, these guys are the superstars. Yeah. And it's like, it really, uh, it really shows you, you, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, who he is yeah. as, a, as a leader be it a band or like his team in uh, at First American, yeah, and then his upbringing with his family, yeah, sports. And Mrs. Henry I had her as a teacher, yeah. We went to school with his sister. I mean, yeah, all that stuff was uh, interesting. And why yeah. likes the Cubs and yeah. Uh, oh, he sent us a video shortly after that episode of uh, of Jack running around in oh, his, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> his Matthew son, Stafford yeah. jersey, yeah. No, but dude, it was a, a really good interview. It was a lot of fun. And I thought that was like the perfect um like last interview of season two. Yeah. It was oh like yeah. A good little like Yeah. Yeah. Well it, it it kind of uh it it ended the uh the summer. Um I think the street fair has always been the this is the end of summer. We're now starting football season starting, um school starting or it has started. That's like the like it's the back, back to reality. Back to reality. Yeah, that is the uh, the Sunday night. That's uh, the news. Uh, you know, when the the news comes on on that Sunday night, and you're just like, oh god, I gotta go to school Monday. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta go to bed. Oh. Um, yes. Actually, that's I should have like compared that to the street fair because the street fair is an awesome time and yeah. it's so much fun. Um, but yeah, it was very fitting to have 
uh, Sean, who played the street fair, like end that uh, the interview uh, and end the season with interviews, uh, yeah. like you know, with the with the street fair episode. And it was perfect timing, like right before it was a week, you know, we aired that episode right before the uh, street fair, and um, God, street fair was so much fun. I mean, we were like Dude, we were the weather there. was great. The weather was perfect. Perfect. It perfect. Yeah, oh, little cloud cover. Do you remember like, last year how hot it was? I brutal. came on a Sunday. There's been years that have been just like yeah. unbearable. You, it's not even. It's just not even fun. Like yeah. I don't think the vendors are making any money because there's like it's a ghost town. I think everyone Sunday. crushed it this year, dude. All three days. I was here Sunday. Uh, all day. I came here, I think, like at uh, 11, 12, and stayed here all day, had food, had like lunch and kind of a dinner. Yeah. <laughs> Got uh, my daughter's face painted. Uh. Yeah, dude. My kids, too, did a little face, did a little henna. Did oh, a little, yeah. Did a little face paint. Dude. For sure. Got that, yeah, that butterfly right there. <laughs> <laughs> Jumped in the bounce house. Oh, and that's the thing, too. You can jump in the bounce house and not get third degree birds. There you go. <laughs> There you go. Yeah, dude, it was good. And that was good. It was uh, so cool hearing about how he, uh, how Sean wants to, you know, is hoping to have that same relationship that uh, with his son, with sports that Sean had with his family. Um, Such a good, yeah, such a good, good group of people too. Yeah. Moving forward. We're going to take a little, uh, we're going to take a little hiatus for football season. We'll be back though when, uh, Probably want NFL playoffs like time towards yeah. the end of the season. End of season, Playoff yeah. Time. Vanguard football is in full swing. We'll have that as soon as, uh, um, soon as the uh, yeah season wraps up. We'll we'll be back. Have some yeah. new episodes. Um, but dude, this is, this is a great season. I'm loving this, and yeah. and um, we're getting such positive feedback, and you know numbers are going up. Dude, we actually uh, I just looked at like uh, like where the location of where we're getting played. Dude, Ireland, Mexico, uh, Korea, South Korea, maybe North Korea. I don't know. I, uh, do, they, <laughs> do they have YouTube? I don't know if they have YouTube or Spotify up there. Uh, dude, Ireland, uh, Bangladesh. Dude, it is like a it is like 10, 10 different countries uh, that have uh, that have sweeping the world played this uh, podcast and it's not just like one or two episodes like they're like listening to they're going back and listening to all have of we them. found the belgian buddy yet now belgian buddy hasn't reached out and he's still listening it's still the it's still racking up every time yeah oh my gosh yeah well now we got belgian buddy ireland buddy mexico buddy <laughs> south korean buddy uh yeah india buddy <laughs> All right. Well, we did this at the recap of season one. Yeah. So we're going to do it one more time. I'm going to spring this question on you. Sure. What did you learn this year or this season? What did I learn? Um, I think I learned that there are a lot of, there's, uh, there are a lot of interesting people and everybody has a story. Um, I think when you see people walk by and you just kind of, even if you get to know them, they could be a stranger. They can be your closest friend. There's still something underneath there that you don't know about. And I think this podcast has given us an opportunity to get to know people on a deeper level. I never would have asked the kinds of questions that we asked in this podcast to my best friend or one of my best friends, Chris Hurd, yeah. uh, never would have been able to ask a question to Sean Henry about his, you know, about his relationship with his son in sports and hearing him just say like, I'm not pushing it, but I, you know, I would, I would, I love it. I want that. 
all of those things like that we've learned and even like strangers uh, meeting people for the first time and getting to know them, getting to know um, everybody that we've interviewed this year. It's uh, it's been really cool to um, get to know their story and where their origins on their profession and sure. like where it comes from. You know what I mean? Yeah. What about you? What'd you learn? <clears throat> Uh, that I, I enjoy interviewing people. Um, and I think everyone that we had on yeah, gave us like, there was a wide range. Right. Right. Uh, big dog was military. Yeah. Uh, Kyle was, is, is a police officer. Tej is a doctor. Yeah. Chris is an actor. Yeah. You know, Sean's a front man of a band. Yeah. Like, so all five of those things, like as a kid, you could see yourself, Oh yeah, right. At some point in your childhood, you went through those stages, like, oh right. yeah, man, I want to be a rock star. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, like I'm still through that stage. Yeah. <laughs> I could totally be a doctor or jump out of a plane or yeah, those, you know what yeah. I mean. And so, like, all five of those things, uh, it was great to, because obviously it wasn't in the cards for me to do any of those things. Yeah, but to interview someone who is capable of doing those things. Yeah, anyone who's a pro in anything, and I've said this before to other people. Anyone who's a pro in something, like, I'm impressed. Yeah, they have your admiration for sure. I like it. Yeah. yeah. Like, if you are, a, a, you're really good at, like, basket weaving. Yeah. Like, dude, I like, you are awesome. Yeah. Like, yeah. I love that. Yeah. I don't care what it is. If you're a pro, like, and I wish I could do that. Yeah. Right? That's impressive. Like, I wish right? I could go up on stage and sing like Sean can, but dude, I can't. totally, yeah. Right? So I just, I just think it's great that I even get to talk to someone about that and ask the questions and then it helps me figure out like, all right, I don't have that gene right. to like go up there and do it. Or I don't have that gene to jump out the plane, Yeah, but that guy does and I'm impressed by it. Yeah. And so I just, I just want to talk to him. I think that's cool. Dude, I, I think that kind of curiosity <clears throat> and that appreciation, it's like, it's very, it shows. And appreciation is the right word. Yeah. I think that's what it is. I yeah. think it's an appreciation for Something I cannot do, I wish I could do. Yeah. You can, man. That's great. And, yeah. I, pre and I appreciate it and I want to learn about it. And it's, yeah. And, and I think that part of it, the, of wanting to learn and, and coming from a genuine place, because I think um, everybody that we've talked to this season, we've had a genuine curiosity of what they do, how they do it, and how they got there. Definitely. And uh, I totally sense it from you. And, it, and, and um, it's, uh, you know, it's cool. It's, it's very, um, it is, fun too it's not only fun but it's like very it's almost kind of flattering in a way too that people would you know give their time to come on and like you know talk to us about it because i think they sense that we have a genuine curiosity for what they do uh and we're interested in what they do and want to know about what they do you know yeah. what i mean so i think I, I think it comes off and if anyone is listening from you know people that we've interviewed like it is comes from a very genuine place of wanting oh, yeah. to know dude everyone's everybody been great. Everybody has been great. Yeah. And, you know, next season, I think we've already got some stuff lined up for next season that I think is going to be really Hopefully. fun. Hopefully, And it is. Uh, it's, uh, we'll continue to, like, kind of push that curiosity and get to know people and share it with the audience and share uh, football stories, share, um, you know, uh, football insight, you know, with what we see uh, happening uh, in the NFL or high school or college or whatever yeah. it is. Uh, and then we'll continue to uh, talk real estate because that's been another part of it, too, that's been really helpful to a lot of people that sure. listen is, uh, you know, we get feedback from people just uh, getting appreciation of 
whatever the real estate side that we've talked about and get something from it. So, yeah, um, yeah next season is going to be great. We're, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, it'll be a small hiatus. We'll be back before you know it. Yeah. yeah. It'll be a few weeks. A few weeks, yeah. yeah. But uh, dude, in the meantime, yeah, this is it. Are we putting out clips? Are we putting out? Yeah, we'll put out clips. I think this, uh, um, we've already got some stuff cut up. So we'll be posting like past uh, previous episodes uh, in no particular order. It's just going to be put out. So keep an eye on uh, on our Instagram. Tidbits. Um, Yeah, at Real in the Field Pod. I believe is what it is. I can't remember. At Real in the Field Pod. Um, follow, yeah, follow that Instagram handle and you'll get some, uh, and YouTube, subscribe on YouTube, subscribe on YouTube and, um, we'll be putting out shorts there too. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we'll be back. Yeah. We'll be back soon before you know it. You'll have a new episode, season three yeah. and we'll change up the layout or something. <laughs> Camera angle. <laughs> Camera angle. <laughs> but yeah, we'll come back. Uh, we'll come back soon with a new episode and, um, Yeah. Thank you, uh, sponsors. Thank you for listeners. Thank you, everybody. Yeah, thank you to all our listeners for uh, for following us along on this, and uh, everyone. Yeah, keeps on. We got like the uh, a good sturdy, strong base of people who listen, and um, yeah, we're really appreciative to everybody who does listen and uh, tunes in every week and gives us feedback and texts us and all that. Uh, And if you don't, feel free to text us and. Give us a drop a message. Drop a a line. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, that's going to do it for season two of Real in the Field. Uh, Thanks for everybody. Thanks uh, for listening. And um, we'll catch you next season. Peace.